Hey Hugs, it's the latest episode of The Ugly Truth coming to you. Today we are talking about television and all the stuff that is and isn't occurring right now because of the pandemic. Also, my obsession with the television show alone. We do a full recap on that and we discuss the 23rd anniversary getaway. Was it fun? We'll let you know. Thanks for listening. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. I am the king of the Arctic. Paula. Anything you put in your mouth when you're drinking is never a good idea. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 485. Did a little one, a short one. Okay, so before we get into some other, there's a lot of TV talk, I think, happening today because I wanted to talk with you about actually. The first one is, I know you probably aren't super stoked about it because we talked about it a few months ago, but Mulan is coming to Disney Plus as their first pay-per-view, 30 bucks. I think you get to own it for like a month or two weeks or something like that to watch it. Or I don't know if it's a one-time thing or... I'm not sure if it's like a pay-per-view if you, you know, once you rent it, you get it once and that's it. Or if you kind of a lot, because I I think that sounds like you should be able to own it because usually if you rent like a new pay-per-view, it's only like, I don't know, like $8 or something. Right. Except that they're completely skipping the theater. And if you think about how much money you would spend, if just maybe even just you and Olivia had gone, it would easily be a $30 trip. Because, you know, tickets right. and then snacks and all that other stuff. So I think it's a, it's a steal of a deal to see a... It's so funny that you say that because mm-hmm. I was just talking yesterday about, like, all the movies that were supposed to come to theaters. Yeah. I'm like, whatever happened to those? Yeah. I'm like, did they ever come out or what no, did they do to them? No, they, they postponed them to next year, which sucks. And the Mulan thing had, not even a month ago, they had said, oh, we're shelving it indefinite. We don't know when we're releasing it. Because, I mean, I really get it. First of all, if you've seen any... Uh, snippets on Disney Plus where they talk about, you know, the the director who is female and, you know, how they found their Mulan and all that stuff. It is mm-hmm. going to be one of those epic, like, Dances with Wolves kinds of movies where you want the full big screen so you can see everything. Right. Well, it was actually literally due to come out like right after all of this stuff went Mm -hmm. down. So like everything started closing and it was it was supposed to come out that Friday. Right. And so I think they pulled it, thankfully, because no one was going to be able to go anywhere. And I I remember thinking, mm -hmm. I'm like, damn it. I go to the movies like semi-annually. Right. And so this was your chosen film for the year. (laughs) I was going (laughs) to Olivia and I were going to go see it because Mulan is my favorite Disney movie. Freaking love. And so I was uh, I was willing to take my chances and go to the movie, even though I have horrible anxiety. I know. (laughs) Thanks a lot that for that fucking Batman kid from Colorado. Yeah. Someone told me to go to the one that have like like patio tables where you like sit down and order and mm-hmm. all that. And I'm like, that's just weird to me. I'm yeah, like, I don't know. I'm I like, if I'm not sitting yeah. with like, you know, spoiled popcorn and throw right. up on the ground and, you know, <laughs> I just it's not it's not the movies to me. <laughs> it's true. If there's not something sticky that I can't. Exactly. Identify. If if I can't touch my chair with my hands without getting, you know, <laughs> grossness on it or, you know, I think about that Oprah test where she they like swabbed a bunch of things and, oh, yeah. you know, they, they swabbed a movie chair and they found like fecal matter. Oh, and, my like, God. Sperm, yeah. And I'm just like, gross. God, God only knows. Yeah, I hear you. Anyway, so it's coming out September 4th, I think on Disney Plus and we will absolutely be watching it. I will still go to the movies to see it though because I want to see the big, huge, you know, battleground scenes and all the gorgeous flags and her hair. And I just, I'm so excited about that movie. I can't wait to see it. So I'm glad that's coming out. You guys, you have Disney Plus, right? I think we do. I mean, I know we got it once upon a time. I don't know. The the problem is, is Ryan's got the freaking Xbox in his room. And so, I mean, he pretty much owns like... So, so Ryan has Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's got, not that he would ever watch it, but know, just the only thing he sees is that stupid shooting game. Oh, God. You know, crime um, or something like that. I don't know side, side note. So Daryl and his best friend, they play Call of Duty 
all the time. Yes. Not, not every night, but like maybe once or twice a week. And it's it has to be after his children go to bed because, and I completely agree with this, it's too violent. And their kids, oh, are, yeah. their kids are under 10. And so, and they're all little girls. Not that it matters, but. Right, right, right. She's pretty, pretty serious about it. And he's very, very okay with it. And so I, <laughs> I asked Daryl, I said, well, I want to learn how to play this. And he's like, all right. Oh, God, no. So I sat down and he, first of all, <sighs> there's a lot of things that Daryl and I do well together. This, him mm-hmm. teaching me how to play a video game is not one of them. And I remember. I got it! <laughs> I remembered immediately why I stopped having the desire to play video games with him because of the way he behaves when he's trying to show me something. So instead of giving me the controller, he has the controller in both of his paws in front of my face going, okay, this is how you do it. And he's like, this means this, this. And I said, you know what? Can can I hold it? Am I mature enough to hold the controller? <laughs> if you're going to teach someone to drive, do you have them sit in the passenger seat? <laughs> right? And so he's like, oh, sorry, sorry. So I can see him white knuckling it because he's really frustrated because I'm terrible. And so he sets me up and he goes, okay, I'm going to put you in this game, in this room where it's just you and you can learn how to use the, the controllers. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, well, so what's I'm doing the point the of that? I'm going to shoot no one. Because I, I don't, be <laughs> I didn't even know how to use it. The controller has like nine things on it. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so I'm trying all things. I'm like, okay, good. I got it. He goes, all right, now I'm going to set you up in this really small one and with, with people you can shoot. I said, okay, cool. And so every time I would go out to try to practice, I would get killed. And he's like, yeah. why are you looking at the rocks? There's nobody over there to kill. And I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay safe. I'm just, I'm like, I keep getting killed. Someone came up behind me and shot me. I said, what's going on? He goes, I'm like, I thought you're not supposed to shoot someone in the back. What a dick. Well, not That's only I- that, but I was under the impression that we were starting with computer first. Computer oh. generated. Oh, they're and, real people. But he put me in with real people. And so I, he goes, go, go. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait these are real people? He said, yeah. And I said, well, I don't, I, that's not fair. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm like going to just rack up everyone's kills because I'm an idiot. So he's like, you're right. I apologize. This was too advanced for you. <laughs> so, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying a heads up would have been nice. Yeah. I didn't even know. And you know what? Honestly, I think subconsciously he did it on purpose because I don't oh, think probably. he wants me to play. And so I, finally, I just, I put the controller down. I said, you know what? I just don't think this is for me. It's really realistic, first of all. And I'm not a big fan of shooting people in the head. I've decided. <laughs> I don't think this is for me. I'll stick with my make-believe. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think which game. I make them turn off all the blood as much as possible mm-hmm. on all the games. Yeah. Because I just, I, I don't feel the need to see brain spatter mm-hmm. everywhere. I remember them showing me one time and I couldn't figure out the up and down. So I was always staring at the sky and I'm like, how do I get down? You know, oh, like yeah. I couldn't. That happened to me. Yeah. I couldn't figure out. I was either looking straight down or at the sky and I'm just right. like, you know, and of course I was always dying and I'm like, of course, I'm like, well, if I could just see, I would probably <laughs> fare a lot better. Right. And then, you know, someone would, you know, be, pop out of a building and shoot me and I'm like, hey, I'm come back here. And so I would run straight towards them. And you're all, you're dead. You have to respawn. And they're just like, don't, don't run after him. You know, get behind that building. I'm like, why? I'm like, I'm not afraid of him. And so I know I would end up charging someone. And, they'd and just then they turn around and knife you in the neck. I'd run out of bullets because you only have one gun. And so I then know. you just see my hands like hacking, you know, trying to hit <laughs> someone. Yeah. Because I, ch- I charge people. That's what I do. I'm just like, I'm not afraid of you. I'm like, come here. Yeah. And I, so, I, I, I I just decided, I said, you know what? I just don't think this is for me. I'm not into this kind of thing. I can see why the military supports these games because it definitely is a skill that soldiers would need. I just, it's not for me. I never, would. I will never join the military and I will never play this game again. Well, it's just so dumb because, you know, they're just like, oh, that guy's totally camping. And I'm just like, well, what, what? are you doing then? Yeah. It, well, because they're just <laughs> sitting in a spot and just like, you know, sniping people. And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm like, you're hiding behind a rock shooting anybody that walks by. I'm like, what's that called? Yeah. And so they're turtling. like, well, that's different. It's, it's, it's strategic. And I'm like, oh, okay. So the guy in the building squatting down and then standing up shooting people as, you know, they walk by 
guy from a distance. Mm-hmm. That's camping. Yeah. They're like, well, yeah, because he's at the highest point. No one can get him because if you go up there, he's going to shoot you. I'm like, well, isn't that the point of the game? Yeah, I and don't. So the point of the game is be the last one standing, basically, so that you or can get, get the better. last kill. They're like, oh, I got the last kill. I'm like, right. What the fuck does that mean? You right. Know? So anyway, Daryl and his friend are obsessed because now they're a duo. So they they go in as a team and they're constantly <laughs> trying to be, you know, in the top top 10 daryl is now watching uh professional gamers uh during the day you know checking on out youtube on vi- well twitch because that's where all the gamers do their live stuff or facebook live and so they'll watch them you know do what they do so so well and it's you know, makes him jealous and stuff so he, he has a bromance he does <laughs> and I, you know what we are four months into the pandemic, the quarantine-ish, pandemic-y stuff we're going through. Not bad. He It took him four months to get into video gaming, where most people jumped, jumped right in right away. So I'm like, oh, that's not that bad. You know, I'm cool with it. I haven't picked up any weird habits. No. I mean, my no. face is partially mutilated, but that's well, about it. That's normal for us. Yeah. I mean, nothing a little makeup can't cover. Exactly. But I mean, I'm trying to think if I've picked up anything that's... I don't know. The home cooked meals are a little better, but oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and then the other thing that's kind of bumming me out is every summer I look forward to the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders training camp. Oh, show. that's right. It usually starts in June and it ends in August because it's basically they film like probably two weeks and then they post, you know, so it's almost mm-hmm. real time. Yeah. And there is not any show this year because of the pandemic because now they are doing training camp i've been seeing they're they're showing like little videos mini videos of the candidates and how the first night of practice went like last night was night two of training camp but there will be no actual show to watch and i'm just bombed beyond because that was my go-to summer show i loved it so Mm -hmm. much so what's her name? Kelly McDonald? Kelly Finglass. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say she might be having a damn near heart attack. Uh, probably, but they, but the show must go on. There will be cheerleaders because there is going to be football of some kind. I'm honestly glad that sports are back. I, I don't know how successful it will be or if it's worth it, but to me it's worth it because I just... Yeah. You know, it was so great to see baseball come back. I mean, I know it's a shit show, but if your team is playing, you don't think it's a shit show. You're okay with it. Yeah. Ryan's kind of happy about basketball, but yeah, the bubble. I mean, Mm -hmm. but the thing is, is it's still not even it's just not the same right now for some reason. I don't know. Sports are just kind of like blah for me right now. I think they're just really trying to find a way to make it appealing to viewers at home. Just like the UFC fights. I'm not missing the crowds. Like, I can't tell you how many times a week we would be watching a baseball game and some asshole, drunk, fucking idiot behind the plate. Hey, can you see me? Hey, it's like, shut (laughs) up. Well, even the UFC, it's kind of funny because one of the commentators, I can't remember who it was. He's like, it's pretty rowdy in here. And he's like, we don't even have a crowd. He's like, so you know, this is a good fight. (laughs) He's like, it's just all staff here. Right. And they're they're screaming. And they're like, ah! (laughs) <laughs> they were all excited about it. Right. So. And so it's like, I don't, I, you know, first of all, not a big fan of people anyway. And so to see yeah. them all sitting, you know, and I was listening to somebody say, they're like, yeah, I'm really missing the cutaway to the celebrity that no one knows sitting in the front court seat. Yeah. With their sunglasses with on. With their sunglasses corn on. Dog. Acting like they'd rather be anywhere else than this $10,000 seat. You know, it's like, whatever. <laughs> anyway, final TV thing. I mm. am completely caught up. I have watched every season of Alone. <laughs> Are you on are you on season seven now? I am now currently watching each episode of season seven. I'm okay. waiting for Thursday this Thursday, the the next season the oh, next sure show. Are we. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm completely caught up. I finished season five last night. Um because were I had you watched thrilled. Yes. What was funny <laughs> is Daryl's finally starting to get into it. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. What are you watching? And you know, he's so impressed with, with these people who build their own fishing poles out of trees and Mm -hmm. just you know and then they're catching just shit tons of fish and it makes him like jealous because you know you can buy the best of the best i should be able to well but the thing (laughs) is is like they're in areas like that never get fish exactly i I mean mean, there's a lot of factors into it i mean the fish that they're catching too i mean those things are freaking three feet long you know (laughs) i know they're surgeons and pike and salmon in the ocean it's ridiculous but the season five was in mongolia 
Right. Is that in China or where is that? It is right below Russia, like in between oh, Siberia. Okay. It's so it gets bitterly cold. It was pretty there, though. I liked it. I it liked was it gorgeous. It was kind of flat, actually. Well, it, they were in ravines. Yeah. And then they had these little foothills and they were all everybody climbed them. Everybody decided to climb and, and survey the land. Well, they're all explorers. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And so that's what, you know, I noticed that too. I'm like, why is everybody climbing a hill? Like they just, <laughs> I'm going to do what when I get a lay of the land or they, they I'm just, like, that's the last thing I would do. I'd be like, I'm sitting put. <laughs> well, it was funny is like they all went up and had some kind of spiritual, you know, thing. And then, I don't think Sam did. I think Sam's just like Sam did. Well, he did. He did break down for a moment. I for, at first at first I thought he was joking, and then I realized I'm no. I'm like, oh no, he's really crying. <laughs> Sam was a, a really cool dude. Um, Daryl was not sold on him at first. We wanted Britt to win, but Britt's an older man, and I think mm-hmm. that the environment was harder on him mm-hmm. than it would be. I mean, Sam was only 25 when he when he completed Mongolia. And he still had, well, yeah. He, still he was twenty two. He was twenty two when he started the right. uh, series one, right? And so when he, the last day he was there, and he's building snowshoes and shit, I'm like, oh god, I forgot. He's twenty five. He's got energy for days. Like he yeah. hasn't eaten a fish in two weeks, but he's living off of tree bark and whatever else, and he's doing a okay. Because the younger you are, the more resilient you are. When he was always joking, he's like, he's like, well, I came here with a lot of the gas tank, so you know, yeah. Like, he did come in because he was kind of chunky. <laughs> yeah and you know what i mean like the one girl although she left because of the fish hook in her hand oh was man so, that was really devastating actually it was because i was really looking forward to see yeah. how far carly was gonna i get, would love she was, she was a badass in her she season. was she really was and so she's like i gained 40 pounds before i came i'm like oh my god i would love to have that wouldn't it be great to have to actually get heavy so you could go do this like, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I, I could gain like, 40 pounds. That's like a consciously, lot. <laughs> like consciously, if someone put a cake in front of me and says, eat that whole thing, I'd be like, I can't. I'd be like, I can take like a bite or I can take like two pieces. But I'm like, it's just, I mean, I guess if I was wearing winter clothes and no, but I'm like, there's going to be parts where they're going to have to like take my clothes off to, you know, have me Wait get on you. the scale and such. Mm-hmm. I, I will do it as long as no one films me, but <laughs> I know. So anyway, when all was said and done, Sam got his redemption from season yes. one. He won. And when he saw his wife, he started sobbing and I, st- okay. So I've seen seven winners, six winners. Yes. And every single time they win, I cry every time they see I their know. loved one. I start to cry as if a baby had been born. I don't know how to explain it. It just the relief. And when he said he so he gets on the ground, he's because he's probably weak. He gets up. And he's like, who has food? Do you have the one? And he's serious. He's yeah, he, at the camera. And he's like, do you have the food? And he looks at his wife. Well, he, he goes, do you have any his wife, He's all, did you bring me something? Did you bring eat? me something to eat? <laughs> it's so funny because they're so young. But in the first season, mm-hmm. she's just like, she's like, you're going to have nobody to talk to. And I it's just know. like because she knows him so well, like, yes. you know, because he's got to talk to someone. And that's kind of how I would feel about Olivia. I'm like, Olivia, who are you going to talk to? I know. And <laughs> so Daryl and I are watching him win because he's like, oh, man, I didn't want that kid to win. And I'm like, I love Sam. Are you kidding me? And so. Oh, my God. We were elated when Sam oh won. God. We're like, yay, Sam. And they both looked like they were going to tap. I was like, please don't tap. And so. Oh, I know. They're oh, so good at the build up. They were so good. And so then when he when he sees his wife and he's like how are you? He's like, and you can't tap with our children. And I'm just like, you are the sweetest man on the planet. Are you kidding I know. me? And he's like, how's the car? Is it running okay? As if he hasn't been in Mongolia for two months. It's like amazing. It was I great. Know. I love, and so this show for me has been mind changing. I mean, it's been so changed. It's just changed everything. I, I don't know why I, it took me so long to to see i mean you told me about it and a couple weeks later i started watching it It wasn't like i was like ew dumb but i was just i said why isn't anybody talking about this amazing show because it's so transformative it brings out the very primitive of who you are as a human being out there and what is so important to you and i loved how all these people were just like i didn't realize how much i needed my people like i need my tribe i need my community Mm -hmm. it's further proof that people need to be social you there's no such thing as someone who does well as a hermit right okay so i have a question for i don't know if daryl watched it there was one season where this lady it, she would kill her fish by sawing their heads off that was nicole <laughs> i i i could not watch her kill a fish because i'm just like why is she doing it like that it's so inhumane 
from what I understand, the way I watched her do it is she did the first cut was really super deep and it severs the spine immediately. Then you continue sawing. I just saw her start sawing it. I'm just like, smash the thing in the head first. I have I seen know, her- Did Daryl ever watch it? Yes. And he he said that is a that is a tactic, especially when they're really, really big, because you almost women may not have the strength to stun a salmon that large. And so severing the, the spine is appropriate for that. They do, in Japan, they put a, they put a big, it, it's, they say it's the most humane way to kill a fish is to, they put this metal rod in the, the base of their head and they push it down their spine. It's instant kill. And so they say it makes the t- fish taste better too. But so sawing it or cutting it, as long as that first cut severs, then it's fine. I struggled with them killing. I struggled with the, the whole thing. I mean, whether you're smacking in the head or not, I, watching them kill animals was is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. But, you know. But it was very graphic, though, to watch her behead a fish. <laughs> but I was just like, she was just sitting there sawing away. I'm like, well, how would you like it if someone sawed you in the head? <laughs> anyway, I'm so in love with the show. I assume there will be an alone season eight. Have you heard anything about that? <sighs> I haven't. You know, I think it would be fun if they did another group one. How do you feel about season seven so far? I don't really like it. The thing with Alone, my experience with it so far has been that I've been able to binge watch episode after episode so I can see them putting together the story. And, you know, the editing is pretty good. And considering that everybody's got to carry their own gear, the editing's pretty great. Right now, it's there's it's day forty, I think, and there's four left. Yes, so and the be, last the yeah. last show they lost two. And the thing yes. is, is that it's not because people are starving or anything like that. They're just lonely. They just want to go I home. Know. It's almost like, and I told Daryl that I said, "Isn't it interesting? The super extremely survival skilled are tapping out because they're like, well, I mean, I already know that I can do all of this, but I really miss my family." Well, the one guy, he's just like, this is crazy. It's like, I talk to myself. He's like, isn't that nuts? And I'm like, well, if that's nuts, then I'm fucking nuts. That's what I said. I'm like, I talk to myself all the time. I said, I have arguments with myself. <laughs> the kids will walk past the kitchen. They're like, well, what'd you say? I'm like, nothing. I'm talking to myself. Get out of here. You know, so I'm just true. like, I was mid conversation. It was a good one. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I don't think I would have a problem with the loneliness. I mean, I think I would miss the kids. I definitely think I would miss the kids, but I just... Maybe, I don't know, maybe you'd have to be in this situation, but I really don't think the loneliness would bother me. I think I would find a way to, I just, I don't know, I entertain myself too much. It's, it's so weird because, you know, when you watch enough of these seasons, you start to, to theorize how you would do. And I told Daryl, I said, first of all, I would have to be incredibly skilled on keeping myself warm because that for me would be the hardest part is shelter. Shelter would be the number one thing for me. I couldn't stand the cold. That would get that. I'd probably just what they'd probably find me like Richard Candleless, you know, <laughs> dead in my sleeping bag because yeah. I starved to death and I refused to get out. <laughs> the season seven contestants now, I'm really hopeful that that one girl, it can go all the way. My concern, the, the, the Kaylee or Kylie woman who is, mm-hmm. she's a solitary person. So she's actually not having any problems with being alone. Well, she keeps talking. It's, maybe it's a different girl then. Cause there's the one that keeps, she's like, I like to kiss. I like to hug. Oh, that's- Oh God! And I'm just like God. I'm like shut up. I'm like you sound like the touchy feely type. Get the fuck out of here. In fact, when she said that, I'm all oh my God. She's a clinger. Why is she even out here? She's like she's like I miss my my husband. husband. We've been married for we've been married for eight years. I'm like eight whole year. Well, I'm like you know he's fucking some hippy dippy skank that's like 20 years old while you're gone. your hair like that you look like a man i couldn't believe she cut her hair i was like why did you do that that's crazy <laughs> like you're going go insane hug it. go wrap your jacket around a tree and then hug it i think that she's going to tap this week oh uh, she has to she's not gonna make it but the, no it's the other one the one who had a four rabbit week last week um, yeah. and she celebrated halloween and she's had a lot yes. of loss in her life <laughs> she's weird but i love her 
I think what I struggle with this season is I just don't find any of the characters, or not the characters, any of the participants very compelling. Not even and the so, guy who killed the muskox? He was okay. You know, I didn't like the way he did it. That I really didn't either. Me. Oh, my God. I didn't either. I said, that seemed awfully cruel. Well, that was that was combative. And yeah. I'm just like, no, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. And you know that. You, yeah. you don't you don't just you know, do multiple stabs at something. You either, yes. like, bow and arrow it or you do a, a jugular strike. Yeah or something like that like you don't sit there and fight it and stab it to death i I didn't like that either i thought that was really harsh and then but i i bet you people gave a lot of feedback on things like that too i bet you a lot of people complained about the way that lady killed the fish too i have i have yet to find a really good forum on it but i also because i wasn't caught up on all the seasons i was avoiding all social media like like reddit or something yeah because i'm like i don't want to find out accidentally that sam won you know that would have killed me i would have been so mad at my i would have been so disappointed if yeah I we didn't out. look at anything either but now that i'm completely caught up in everything now i'm gonna just totally dive into <laughs> the forums to see what everybody <laughs> go thinks. down the rabbit hole oh my god i can't wait to see but this guy that killed the muskox i think his name is mike i'm not really sure he has spent he said he spent a year with eskimos and that that's how he knows how to handle like every piece of the the, the game that he killed and all of that stuff and he's really good with building shit and so I think he, I, he seems yeah, like but one of isn't those... his stuff always getting stolen or eaten or? No, no, he's not. Well, they, a bear ate the lips off of the muskox, but he had left the head behind. <laughs> so, so that's why that's that happened. Gross. I know. It's disgusting. Why would a bear eat the, he probably didn't even eat the lips. He probably put them on. He's like, Hey, look at me guys. <laughs> no, because, and as he explains, pure fat and the, and you need fat to survive in the wilderness. True, true. This is my, my theory is they're going to be like, Hey, okay, you won. Come back. And he's like. No, I think I'm going to stay here. I kind of like it. You know, yeah. I, he's really kind of nuts. You know what? Can you guys come back in like 20 days? Yeah, I've got, I still got some muskox to eat. I'm good. Tell, tell my wife. Uh, just just tell her I got hurt or something and, I don't and I'll think be back. He, I don't think he has any family. I think his mother died and now this is like, this is it for him. And so, Oh my God. What if he's pulling like a Kanye? <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> you know, this is his this thing is now. It's like, I am the king of the Arctic. You know what? Donate my millions to, you know, the Grasshopper Foundation foundation and i'm going to live here for the rest of my life they're gonna show up and tell him he won and he's gonna have like these giant musk ox mink robes <laughs> you know you're like hey what's going on he's gonna look like that guy yukon jack and jeremiah johnson you know the one that's got oh, te- bear teeth necklaces and stuff it's gonna be insane he's anyway. gonna be like uh like uh tom hanks and castaway where he's just gonna be standing there in a loincloth <laughs> and spear a fish from the beach right talk about acclimating so i mean as much as i would love the four rabbit halloween celebrating uh solitary gal to win i have a feeling she's gonna have a hard time beating this dude the muskox guy but we'll see and so that's literally the only thing i'm kind of excited about i'm with you i was really annoyed with a lot of the people that, that i'm like you guys are so fucking annoying well i think they just they could have cast it better because i mean mm-hmm. i know they pick based on skills and everything like that sure. but they do pick based on personality too uh, and i just clearly. think that they i think they picked a lot of boring people this time that just weren't very interesting to watch and maybe they didn't think that when they picked them right maybe they thought they'd be a little bit more interesting and they didn't realize that they were gonna like basically like freeze up when they got there well and they're just like well this is i mean can you imagine i mean and this is the edited version i know imagine the unedited version they're like oh my god this is so fucking boring that's true it's so true um okay so last this (laughs) this last week daryl and i celebrated our anniversary and so we decided to go to tahoe because we had never gone to tahoe for a weekend ever actually i in all honesty i'm not a big fan of tahoe it's really overpopulated to me it's kind of cliche yeah and it's super caters to tourists so everything is like on the menu is like steak fish chicken hamburgers no matter where you go and i like steak (laughs) i do too when you have kids it's great tahoe's great when you have kids because you you are guaranteed to find something somewhere that they will eat there's water there's there's mountains there's hiking trails and if you're you know if you're able to afford it you can go skiing which you know we did once but i mean it's just never been especially lately everybody seems to be migrating to tahoe but i found this really cute hotel that i think i told you about i don't know if we talked about on the show but before the show we talked about this hotel called the landing that i really wanted to go to because they have these amazing views of lake tahoe and it's uh, in front of a private beach 
And I'm like, oh, perfect. You know, because the King's Beach and stuff, they get really crowded. So we check in. It is crawling with people. I mean, everywhere you look, there are people walking in the streets. There's scooters. There's bikes, cars. The, the beach is packed to the gills. And there's boats and jet ski. I mean, it is insanely crowded. I've never seen Tahoe this crowded ever before. So we pull into the hotel. The room is gorgeous, gorgeous. And I can see how in the winter this would be the place to stay because with the snow and nobody on the beach and the view of Tahoe, it's probably just unbelievably beautiful. So I got it. And (laughs) the room, bathroom, the bathroom is really European in the sense that the tub and the shower had a lot of real high technology that we had never seen before. It's like Swedish or German or something. And so Daryl's mm-hmm. like, I don't know if he gets his glasses and he's looking. He's like, OK, I think I've got it. And he, he Googled the company and he said, these contra- this stuff, like you can have music and they will like pipe in scents like jasmine or wintergreen or whatever while you're showering. The shower turned into a sauna. Wow. It had the rain, uh, you know, that those rain uh, shower heads, which I hate, the ones that come straight down off the ceiling. Oh, I hate it. I feel I'm like not a fan. peed on. Yeah, I didn't use that. But anyway, so he's like, yeah, it's so great. And so he goes, and the and everything's lit. The, the toilet lit up in bright neon blue. <laughs> so when oh. you sat down, it was bright blue. And the seats were, the toilet seat was heated, which I did not like. Because every time you sit down and it's heated, you feel like somebody had been there for a long time. Ew, I hate that. Yeah, so a heated toilet seat is basically the same thing to me. I wasn't a big fan of it. But I think in the winter, it's probably really nice to have. But in the summer, not necessary. Well, yeah, especially in Tahoe because, I mean, it's just so cold there and everything. Exactly. So anyway, uh, so Daryl's like, oh, this tub is so cool. You know, it's got jets and it's got, you know, you can you can scent the water and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, that's nice. So he's pushing all the buttons. So for the for the next 24 hours, every 20 minutes, the tub would go off. And there'd be like this huge spray of air coming into the bathroom. And I'm like, what is that sound? He goes, I don't know. Well, Daryl had turned on the bathtub and had set it to go off like every 30 minutes, <laughs> like programmed it. Accidentally. To... And so we were like, it's like two in the morning. And I'm like, what's that sound? He goes, oh, God, I think it's the tub. I'm like, the tub? And he goes, I, j- I hit pause. I thought I paused it. I guess I didn't pause it for for very long. I mean, so we he's totally... bent over doing the goat trying to figure out how to fix in the, the middle tub of the night glasses on yeah he goes okay i think he goes i think i turned it off i'm like okay so let's hope so anyway so the room was lovely way too many people so i mean people were swimming boarding kayaking boating i mean they were just doing everything and so uh we decided not to go to that beach because first of all it was really really crowded and there was we didn't have the equipment to sit on the beach anyway we would have been fried so, right. we, but we had a great lake view. So we just sat on our our patio deck and just watched everybody. Well, I mean, that probably wasn't even your intent anyway. Going there was to hang out on the beach. Actually, we did. We we, we did want to go to the beach. We thought it would be really fun. We were going to kayak and stuff. But everything was gone, and it was just it was just too much. I mean, so we were, it wasn't a private beach then. You had to pay to get in, so it's a private beach. But it wasn't exclusive to the hotel. It was exclusive to anybody who had ten dollars. So it was crowded. I see. So it well, was fine. Sucks. It was okay. I mean, you know, we we pretty much looked at each other and agreed. Yeah, you know, this place is really nice in the winter is my guess. But in the summer, it's way too much. I mean, everybody and their mother is there and they're all they look pretty local, too. It didn't look like a bunch of tourists. It looked like people were just going after work and stuff. And then everybody stays to watch the sunset because it's a perfect view of the sunset. And yeah. so nobody clears out till like nine o'clock. I mean, so they're there from for 12 hours solid. So there's well, it sucks. You know, given that this is our 23rd go round, it wasn't like we were upset about it, but it was like, well, this was not exactly what I expected, but that's that's fine. I mean, we weren't thinking anything of it anyway, really. So the first night we were there was our actual anniversary. So we had dinner plans downstairs. And now you have to have a reservation everywhere now, by the way, because you just can't walk in. Right. Uh, We sit down and our server uh, was it was recommended by Daryl's dad. Oh, if you if you get this server or if if she's working, request this this girl. She's she's the best. And I said, okay, cool. So we happened to get her. We're like, oh, this is so great. And we're like, oh, we've heard so many great things about you. And she's like, oh, really? And so she has a bucket with champagne in it. 
And she's like, oh, that's so funny that your dad is Gary and they sent this bottle of champagne for you. And we're like, oh, "Oh, that's so sweet. And so she's opening it and everything. And then Gary and his wife show up. What? (laughs) Yeah, they just walk into the restaurant and they're like, surprise. And because they live in Reno and we were in South Lake Tahoe. So it's not that much of a drive. How did they know you guys were going to be there? Because uh, Daryl's dad had called him to wish us a happy anniversary. And he said, what are you guys doing this weekend? He goes, oh, we're actually going to go to Tahoe and spend a couple days. Check it out because we've never been uh, for anything more than a day or so. And uh, we're going to we're staying here and then we're having dinner tonight. And so talking to your family, you don't really think anyone's, you know, writing down a list of all of your agenda. You just think you're just telling them what your plans are because it's your dad or whatever. See, I don't I don't give any information. I don't. Paula, me either. (laughs) I I mean, I say nothing. But that's because we were raised by dad. We're just as elusive as possible. I mean, we barely even give the city. We're just like, oh, we're just going to this place in this town. You know, we're going to we'll be there, you know, a few nights. You know, we'll be back Thursday or Friday, maybe. Oh, we came back early. You know, it's like we don't give our location time. I think (laughs) uh, it also it comes from the fact that if we were a little too specific about our plans, our parents tended to show up. As children, as kids, yeah, they tend or to try to, to like arrive. get in touch with us, and I'm like, you know, if it's an emergency, you can just call me. Yeah, <laughs> so and like, so I just, just, I don't know. I guess we're just used to hiding things. I don't know. It's either from years of affairs, or it's just <laughs> from hiding, or Perhaps. you know, not not wanting people to know where we are. It's just you, usually we're just like, you have my kids, you have my number. If you need anything else, just call me. And it better be because someone's bleeding or in the hospital. I'm, I'm disappearing. You know who this person is. Yeah. I'll give you his name number. Right? I'll give his name and if if i end up missing here he is exactly (laughs) that's how we've always been and you know and that that just comes such so second nature to me in fact when he was telling him everything in my mind i'm like why is he telling him all like yeah really what what, do you think i'm gonna murder you while we're gone (laughs) so it was just kind of weird but daryl is not like us he doesn't think the way we do we are always two steps ahead of everything and so when they arrived they they sit right down down open the champagne and you know everybody gets a glass and they're like oh don't worry we're not staying to ruin your romantic evening and in my mind I'm like well you kind of already did but okay here we are bottoms up so they stayed and we finished the you know the glass and then they left and okay it was very surprising and I was not prepared and my mentality was somewhere else like honestly we were going to have a light dinner and go home and fuck each other's brains out and it kind of changed a little when parents show up it's like okay you know, we're back into this in a reality that we were kind of trying to escape for, for 24 hours. So you kind of have to recalibrate. So the the waitress comes over. And so she's like, what can I get you? And I'm like, a double Hendrix and tonic. And she's like, immediately. <laughs> she goes and gets us these huge ass cocktails. We down them. We have our dinner. And then we had like the most angry sex we've ever had in our life upstairs. <laughs> and the next day was great. <laughs> so it was like, all right, we're back on track. It's fine. It's fine. So then, so we had another amazing meal the next night and I got altitude sickness, which I have had before. Um, Not as, I didn't get it as bad this time as I did the last time, which was when we were in Breckenridge, Colorado. This was when Stephanie and I went, and I don't even understand or know why we did that, but we, (laughs) it was a really weird thing. Um, I don't even know where you guys got the money to go there. Well, Stephanie's ex-husband, their family owned a cabin in Breckenridge. Mm -hmm. Within a day, we had altitude sickness really, really bad. Stephanie got really sick. I did not as much, but I had the same symptoms. Hardcore insomnia, uh, really lethargic, dry mouth. I mean, it was just not fun. No appetite, dizzy. And so yesterday I'm like, God, I, I'm just, I'm always, I'm so tired and I'm not hungry at all. And and I said, I don't know what's going on. And he's like, oh, I said, oh, I have altitude sickness. No doubt. So I didn't sleep at all. And we finally, we got home yesterday or whatever day it was, we got home and I was so exhausted. Finally went to sleep, woke up this morning, felt a lot better. My mouth is still kind of dry, but I'm not dizzy and I'm not as tired as I was. So I think by tonight I'll, I'll feel fine, but it really does mess with you you don't even realize oh and daryl had we had gone on a three mile walk 
when we were there. So that probably didn't oh my help. God. <laughs> we were just trying to get away from people. So we were like, let's just go for a walk where there's nobody. And so we did. When I got altitude sickness, I felt like I had like morning sickness. That's how I felt. Oh, you got it really bad. <clears throat> yeah. I, f- I f- was like tired and nauseous and I couldn't get out of bed. So. <sighs> yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I, I didn't respond that way. Mine was really different. I was really lightheaded no appetite and no sleeping. Stephanie yeah. looked like she had just had surgery. I, I actually felt like, <clears throat> like I had the spins too. Yeah, that's really common. I know that nausea is common, but I didn't, I actually did have nausea yesterday for a little bit, um, but it went away when we left. The second I wonder, we, hmm? I, I wonder what would have helped. Like, will those Dramamine patches help or? Um, I don't know. That's usually for seasickness. Usually what they say is that it actually goes away uh within three days so it's like (laughs) but if you're there for two then it doesn't matter no it doesn't so uh if you're there for a week you know you're only running half your vacation (laughs) so really that's good well god how high were you guys i mean that tahoe's like that's eight isn't tahoe like seven or eight thousand feet well it depends on where you are i mean south lake tahoe's not that bad but i I mean if you're over by like emerald bay or something i mean that's really tall in general, I think what we've come to realize is we will be renting a big house uh, next time we go to Tahoe so that all friends and family can come and we'll just have our own, you know, kind of home base and we don't have to combat crowds at beaches. We'll just have a little waterfront access or something so that yeah. we can just be. And there's tons of those up there. It's just a matter of, you know, finding one that fits everybody. So I think we decided we definitely want to go back, but we definitely want to get a house where everybody can come and go as they please since it's so close. You know, if you work yeah. or whatever, you can come up, spend the weekend, go home, you know, that kind of thing. So. Oh, I agree. I think that'd be great. Yeah. And Tahoe is so damn beautiful. Oh, my God. It's so pretty up there. It really is. So anyway, that's it. That was the weekend. But it was fun. 23 in the books. Moving on Yay. to the next up and coming thing excellent yeah the altitude the the service the surface elevation of lake tahoe at the lake where when you're at the bottom of the lake is 6225 feet so 6200 anything over 5000 you can get altitude sickness yeah and apparently while we were there some kid swam 12 miles across lake tahoe i had no idea that's stupid i know I would never allow my 12-year-old to do that. <laughs> so, well, I, I can tell you later, but what? Ryan asked to go to a friend's house yesterday, but the parents weren't home. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, well, who's there? And he said, you know, him, and there was going to be like three other friends or four mm-hmm. other friends. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, that's fine. And I dropped, I was going to drop him off at two and pick him up at five. And I said, Ryan, if you smoke a cigarette, I will know. I said, if you get high, I will know. I said, if you smell like a skunk, I will know what you've been doing. If you get drunk off of any cheap liquor like Mad Dog 2020, I said, I will know. And I said, and if you do, I said, tomorrow morning at 4 a.m., I said, you're going to go for a five-mile run. And I said, you're going to need your protein, so you're going to eat the snottiest runny eggs Ew. that I make for you. He can even make it out the door if you do that. I said, and then you're going to be running, and I'll be driving alongside you. And I said, if you puke, that's fine. I said, because you're going to puke the demons out of you <laughs> so <laughs> so he's just like mom he's like i would never do that i'm like yeah we'll yeah, see now you won't <laughs> i said but i'm just warning you i said if you smoke i said you're gonna smoke a whole carton and i said oh, if you want to get high parents <laughs> <laughs> yes and i said if you want to get high that's fine i said we'll go get some weed and i said you'll get high he's gonna probably do it eventually i just don't know when but all, all kids do Hopefully he'll hopefully he'll be eighteen. I never smoked anything until I was eighteen. I didn't. I, I did didn't actually nothing. smoke anything until I was twenty. And like I said, I did it four times, and each time it was dis- no three times, and each time it was disastrous. <laughs> so at least the pot, yeah. Yeah. the cigarettes didn't. Re- well, actually, usually the cigarettes did me in too because I would end up puking my guts out because I thought it was a good idea only when I was drinking. But Olivia's like, why do people smoke when they drink? I'm like, I don't know. They think it's a good idea. It, everyone so, thinks everything seems like a good idea in the beginning of the evening. You know, a lot of things seem like a good idea when you drink. But that's true. Me, anything true. you put anything you put in your mouth when you're drinking is never a good idea. It really is true. <laughs> and that goes all across the board. <sighs> Tongue, penis, cigarette, more alcohol. Whatever. None, none of it's good. You wake up in the morning and go, what did I do? You just you kind of smack yourself. Oh, that was a bad idea. Why is my mouth so dry? (laughs) What is that taste? 
Why do I taste like a fishbowl? I don't understand. The inside of my cheeks are crunchy. What is that? It's so true. Why am I? Do I taste blood? <laughs> Gross. That happens a lot. Okay. All right. Let's do some ugly and awkward moments of the week. edition Ooh. i know we you know we've actually done hotel editions before but um this these were these were funny to me witnessing an awkward moment i'm a front desk clerk at a hotel i'm checking in a guy in his mid-20s i'm finishing up checking him in i'm preparing his key cards when he suddenly says hey i'm really flattered but i don't do that and she's like what i'm sorry he continues really i'm i'm flattered but i'm a married man and although you're very attractive i I don't need that kind of temptation in my life. I can just see this guy being such a douchebag. I would be utterly confused. But like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry, but I'm not sure what you're talking about. And he looks down, he eyes, he goes, the key card packet. And she's like, I'm, and she says, I'm honestly so confused at this point. I look down at the key cards and back at him. He says, it's okay to be embarrassed. Just give me a new card holder and we'll go about our day. Again, I don't know what you're talking about. He points and he says, that's your phone number. And I finally realized what he was talking about. I was writing down the Wi-Fi password on his key card packet as his standard procedure, and he thought I was giving him my digits. I said, oh no, this is the Wi-Fi password for your stay. He responds, bright red, oh, grabs his keys, does that, you know that white man tight ass walk that they do? That, <laughs> I have a feeling, she goes, and I have a feeling this is going to be one of those moments that nags him at night when he's trying to go to sleep. Why did I say that? Life. I'm like, you know, it's one of those times when you think, you know what? I am feeling so good about myself right now. I'm so confident. And you walk in and you see the digits and you think, see, I'm so good today. This suit that my wife bought me. She's giving me her phone number right now. This is like out of a penthouse forum letter. You know, the desk clerk meeting me in my hotel. But no, I'm a married man. And I will be like the best husband ever. Only to come to find out. It's like, sir, this is your Wi-Fi password. I would never be that confident. Like, about anything. Never. (laughs) Like, they would literally have to utter the words, here is my phone number. Before (laughs) I would ever suggest that they're giving me their phone number. And I, I just, would actually count the numbers to make sure that there's like one, two, a three, real four, number six, there. Seven, eight, nine, ten, ten numbers, maybe even <laughs> eleven if there's a one in front of it. I don't know. Well, first like, of I'd all, I have to make sure. What Wi-Fi passwords all numbers? I bet there's letters and he just didn't even look. Or I mean, if it's on a standard like key card cover, if it's written on a line, wouldn't you want to look below and make sure it said Wi-Fi password Anything. or something? Like, I don't know. I mean, men, I guess are <sighs> detail. They're just not detail oriented. Some of them. They're just stupid. Mm -hmm. So I thought, and you know, I've done stuff, not like I've never done this, but I've done stuff like that where I'll lay in bed 10 years later and going, why did I do that? (laughs) It's like, you just hate yourself for being so awkward. I'm only positive about certain things. And I remember I was young too. I, you know, it just, it's disappointing. I was thinking about this the other day. It's disappointing how much knowledge I had by the time I was like 18. (laughs) How much life lessons you've had. I was uh, getting new tires on my car and this guy started picking up at me at the front desk. I never, ever, it never registers when a guy's flirting with me. And he says, uh, he's like, so he's all, that's really nice, uh, nice necklace or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, Ma, that's a really nice tan line you have on your left finger. And, um, and he's just like, well, he's like, I, I've been divorced for like six months now. I'm like, no. I said, well, then you must not have lived in California very long. <laughs> I was 18 years old. Where did I get that kind of mouth and, you know, wit again to, to say something like that? Because, Paula, our parents, that's what <laughs> our father, our but... father has. We have learned many life lessons from a philanderer of many, many years. Well, and then like the other day I was uh, I've been adding a bunch of music to my playlist on iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. I've added Dr. Feelgood from Motley Crue and it reminds me dun, of dun, those dun, rides dun, dun, dun. at the state yes. fair. I don't know if you saw my post. I did, uh, but I, I was I had shit okay. reception. But you know the spitty rides that go really fast, and Stand they're always playing like the yeah, they're yeah. playing like loud rock music. Yes, and I remember specifically. I didn't add this to the post, but I remember Dad <laughs> would barely buy us any tickets yeah. because 
he would suggest just see what you can do to like get on the rides for free. I do remember that. Oh my God. And I'm like, our dad would whore us out to get on rides for <laughs> free, free. So rides. he didn't have to buy tickets and we would do it. I and know. then we'd be like, we'd come back and be like, dad, free. And he's like, good, good job. You know, <laughs> God, <laughs> like, teaching us how to be little hooligans, little street urchins. How, how to, you know, bat our eyes and kind of like look low and bat our eyes oh at, you know, God. freaking disgusting carnies just so you we can get what? on a ride for free. <laughs> uh, thank you for unearthing that information i had completely buried it i remember now well i only remember because i heard the dr feelgood song and i'm like oh my god i'm like i remember you know next next to nothing at the fair and then like you know being 16 and just kind of like looking low and batting my eyes at the car and he's like well girls with pretty eyes right for free and i'm just like (sighs) you know and then yes you know, whoever I was with, they had to pay for tickets. They're like, why do you get a ride for free? And I'm like, because well, I know how to bet my eyes. Girls with, girls with pretty eyes ride for free. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's so horrible. It's disgusting. Because these disgusting. guys were like, you know, freaking, you know, pedophile convicted <laughs> felons. Who I were know. Like, you know, probably 45. <laughs> Dad didn't give a shit. He's like, good. Save me some money. I got five <laughs> girls. Oh, Jesus. It's true. It's about time um, you guys pay me back. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that hospital wasn't cheap, you guys. <laughs> okay here's the second one usually i don't like to poo in any bathrooms other than my own but when you gotta go you gotta go i do my stuff and i flush you can see where this is going the toilet clogged i had oh to God, call the hotel do a mid courtesy or something jeez i had to call the hotel to come up and unclog it it was terrible the whole room smelled like my poo okay i i know this is gonna sound bad but my poop does not smell that bad to where well, the whole bedroom would smell like poop. I mean, hotel rooms don't have a lot of great circulation, especially if you don't have like a patio or whatever. Some rooms don't even have windows that open, which I really hate, by the way. Well, they don't want anybody jumping out. I know, but, but I'm just saying that's when you have just a sad little dollar fifty fan from Home Depot in the bathroom, and you're yeah, really. like, please, Lord, and there's nowhere for the air to yeah. go. And you're I convinced mean, all it does is make sounds. It's just yes. like, so then when you finally call, it's like, excuse me, I'm in room two two three. Um, I have a toilet issue. Like, all right, we'll come right up. It's like, you oh my god. If I was by myself, I would just. I'd be mortified, but at least I'd be alone. If I was with someone else, unless it was a spouse, I just wouldn't go. Well, I don't, I I can barely go with when we go on vacation with the family. Or if I I had to go like that, I'd like find a reason to go downstairs to the gift shop or something like that. I would go to the bathroom bathroom down there. Yeah. Those are industrial. If it was an emergency, you know, but if I was the kind of thing where it's just like, no, I can hold it. Unless there was going to be like anal sex involved, then, you know, I would. I would find options. When I read this, I thought in my mind, I'm, I'm coming up with a plan of what I would do should this ever happen to me. First of all, if I was ever able to take a wicked dump that would clog a toilet well, in a I'm hotel. Like, I don't ever have enough dump in me to clog anything. I mean, the other day, I because I'm on my period, yeah. like I had an abundance of toilet paper in there because when I yeah, wipe and it's yes. a heavy period, like I, I thought I was having a miscarriage of the toilet. Of course, <laughs> you have to have sex to have that. But I mean, like right. it was just a ridiculously bad period. I was sitting there going to the bathroom and I, I could feel my clots dropping into the uh. toilet. And I was just like, oh, my God. And so it was like just a mixture of grossness. And so I flushed, though, when I was done and it didn't all go the way down. And I'm just like, God damn it because I used too much toilet paper. So right, I flushed right. again. Mm-hmm. It started to rise. And I'm like, please don't, please don't. And then it went back down, like all the way down. Mm, but that God. was my, that was my scare. But if, yeah. if I ever feel like there's a, a question, I flush halfway, you know, like. Right. Even on I, your own, even when you're alone. I, Cause I don't want to have to, I don't even, I don't want to deal with it. Poop. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, if, if for some reason I lost my mind, And I actually clogged a hotel toilet, which, by the way, is really hard to do because they know the kind of disgusting human beings that stay in hotel rooms. God. If that happened, I surmised that I probably wouldn't call, that I would probably be peeing in the bathtub. And if I ever had to have another bowel movement, I would be going downstairs. I wouldn't even I mean, deal with it. Couldn't you actually just ask for a plunger and do and it And then yourself? I would probably just put like a $20 bill on the toilet seat and never say, say I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that well, would be I, it. I would, I would never. ask. 
I would just ask for a plunger and do it myself. Paula, I would go to CVS and buy my own plunger. That's a better idea. Exactly. I I wouldn't let anyone talk about elusive. No one is going to know about this. I would postmates a plunger to my room. I'd be like, you you saw nothing here. And like liquid Drano. And then I would tip them $20 and say, you 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 did not see my name, you did not see my credit card number, and or I would pay them in cash and say my name was Minnie Mouse and <laughs> that's right, that's right. And I'd wear covert. a mask when they got there and like a hat, and super covert. It, first of all, the, the 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 chances of it happening are so rare. It's just never gonna happen. But I the only did, house I ever clogged toilets at was mom's house. They had the I, worst plumbing. You couldn't even barely flush a ply down there without it getting clogged. <laughs> it, it, it would get clogged on its it would clog on its own water. God it just, damn it, Jamie! You clogged the toilet again? How much toilet paper do you need? I peed and wiped myself with a square. I apologize. <laughs> Jesus. I'll drip dry from now on. Is that all right? Do not run the sink and the toilet at the same time. (laughs) Oh, God. Remember in that bathroom, you couldn't have the the uh, curling iron on and blow the blow dryer and the light on at the same time. It would short out the the fuse. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Good times. Isn't that funny (laughs) when you have like a quirky house? God, that house was crazy. It is crazy. I I don't think, I don't know if they have those problems anymore, but I'm just glad I I don't miss that. Gosh, you know what? If they ever do pass away and everyone's just like, well, who wants that? Well, I don't want Not me. I'm out. Let's just just auction it and then they're like, we'll split the funds. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that house. It's, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's it's just a lot. It's like the money pit. It is. It's constantly the money, it's constantly, it's always something. It's like, well, we had to replace all the appliances yesterday. I'm like, didn't you just do that? And I'm like, no, that was the wash and dry. Now we, we've done the roof. We've done this. The ra- We had rats. I guess they ate all the wires. And uh, so every time God. we flush the toilet, uh, the garbage disposal comes on. Yes. Crazy. Or if we wash clothes, then, um, you know, the TV comes on. and It's never ending. In it, fact, it, it goes to porn and we don't even know how that happens. That so. house is one of the reasons why I never wanted to own. Because I thought, if this is what it's like, forget it. <laughs> no, that house is the reason why I will always have pest control. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I don't know why mom would never. It's not even that expensive. Like it's That's not. the thing about that house is I was always convinced that everything was just so ridiculously expensive until right. I got on my own. I'm like, this is not even that expensive. You're like, I have a maid. <laughs> You're talking about $35 a month. I'm like, mom would spend that on... God knows what. It's like, I have pest control. I have a cleaning lady. I have this service and that service. (laughs) In my good days, I had every service I ever wanted. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't have to deal. I didn't, I didn't have to deal with ants. And when I say ants, I mean, she had ants that were like, (gasps) like hidden, hidden in that dark green carpet and they would climb up the wall and they (gasps) would just make like these like S shapes for no apparent reason. There was nothing on the wall. And I'm like, what are they doing? They're possessed. This is why you hate ants so much. Oh, I was in the kitchen one time making a sandwich. I looked at, I saw an ant. I'm like, what the hell? And then I looked down. They were all over the floor. They were like, <laughs> it looked like a, like a creek. And so oh I sat on the counter and waited till Paul came home. Damn. And I'm like, ah! And then he came home. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, there's ants everywhere. So he carried me into the living room. Oh my God. I refused to get on the, I was barefoot. Oh no, <laughs> so, no, 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 no. And then he he cleaned them up. But I'm just like, how can you exist like this? You don't cohabitate with ants. First of all, this you're talking about a man who wanted to use a plier to flush the toilet for many years. And it was only a mom's <laughs> insistence. She's like, look, we are not the clampets. Fix the fucking toilet. He's like, oh, but it but- works perfectly fine. No, it doesn't. Okay, it might work, but it's not socially or physically or visibly acceptable. It's when mom finally would go, I'm calling someone. It's I'm over it. It's like, I've given you plenty of time. It's over. You know, and I'm like, well, you're you're kinder than me. Go to Home Depot and get the handle for God's sake. It's not even that hard. Ugh, it, you know, I think that a lot of people think, oh, I can fix this. So what's the deal? But you know what I have a problem with is when you say you can fix it. Great do it tomorrow or do it yesterday but then they say well i can fix it but their timeline of getting it turned around is like weeks i am not having that i don't like that it's like victor 
I'm like, no, it's, it's like, no, I can, I can fix this. Okay. And I'll stand there and I'm like, well, when are you going to do it? And Daryl will get like frustrated and angry. He'd be like, I just said I'd fix it. I'm like, yeah, but when is that? Because I want it done like today. And he's like, well, I mean, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. And I'm like, okay, forget it. I'm going to call someone. No, I'll do it. Then he gets mad, stomps out, but it gets, guess what? It's fixed. It's fixed See, in the day. The handle on the microwave snapped. And so the bottom half was like swinging. And mm. so all it needed to do was be like glued on. He was sure. going to look at research and try and find a new one and like screw it back on. I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm like, just <laughs> glue it back on and we'll be fine. And so like a whole like four days went by and I'm like, you know what? I'm off to screw it. And so I, Olivia, cause it kept pinching her hand every time she oh, needed to yeah. go open it. And I'm just like, that's enough. And so I just got super glue and I glued it back on there and it was fine. And then yeah. like a couple days later, Victor's like, well, he's like, who fixed the microwave door? I'm like, well, I did. I and didn't realize it was a contest. You know, he's like, I was going to yeah. do it. I'm like, well, you did Well, this. when? So <laughs> yeah. someone had to stop our child from getting their hand pinched every time <laughs> they went to go open the microwave. And in your better so, days, you would have just bought a new microwave. <laughs> I would have thrown that one out. Yeah, yes, exactly. with, all, with all the kitty litter, for sure. All right. Well, that's all I have for today. We've gone way late. So thanks, everybody, for joining us today. I uh, hope you have a good week so far. Get outside, do something fun. I'm really into waterfalls right now, so I'm going to go find uh, some fun waterfalls to look at. Oh, Hopefully yeah. The- By the way, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but on, on our next show, I want to hear about your your new hiking interests. <laughs> don't say anything now, but I want to hear about it. On the next show, you're, you're going to tell me about it. I'm dying to hear about it. My hiking group. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, until next time, have a good week, and we'll see you on Sunday. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth. <laughs>